My first memories are of my grandmother's garden. Dew-covered grass, morning smells, huge old tree, low apple trees, wooden barn siding in the warm sun, hay, birds, occasional street sounds muffled by high lilac bushes along wooden fence. On the other side, path to carpenter's house, sound of saw. Behind, vegetable patch, then meadow, down to water, river, railroad station on the other side of valley. Dreaming under apple trees. There was never any doubt from the very first that I would leave someday. No sadness was ever attached to this in my mind, nor was I over-eager or curious about it. It was just something that was going to happen one day, somehow. Preferred books were all about travel and adventure. Expeditions into unknown areas like the Amazon jungle or certain valleys anywhere. I cannot remember when my fascination with the Himalayas started. It seems to have always been there. In spite of all this, I loved my home dearly. Naturally, I paid more attention to one or another aspect of it at different ages. However, Grandmother's house remained the top attraction, and with it certain aspects of the valley and its surroundings. As I grew older, I came to love the evenings, when certain smells of farm and pastures drifted down from the surrounding hills. It made me homesick. There's no other description of the feeling I had sometimes. It never came to me in town where we lived or its surroundings, as lovely as they sometimes were. This peculiar homesick feeling grew more intense as I became older, and I finally translated it into what Germans called Fernweh, a peculiar German expression meaning basically the desire to be far away. Since there was nothing particularly objectionable in my home situation, other than what all my friends and neighbors later experienced also, I had no reason to feel that way. However, the expression does not describe someone's desire to escape from somewhere. It is rather meant to convey a vague desire for faraway places, and this is exactly what I felt even as a fairly young child. This is a striking example of how we shape unexplained phenomena into what is perceived to be known, and therefore generally accepted. Scientists call this the paradigm. Had I never heard the expression fermve, I might have continued to wonder what it was I felt, and I might have caught on sooner to the fact that what I really felt was the pull of memories. The first and strongest of these memories felt in this life, which began in 1933, was this yearning that always came over me in an agricultural setting, a certain physical environment of fields and meadows, farms and forested hills. There were miniature scenes like a little bench by a wooden wall, certain sounds made by insects at high noon, lowing of cattle in the evening, and the clanking of milk pails. My family never lived on a farm. Later on, after being expelled from the Czech Republic, I tried to find this environment once more. In Bavaria, we did live among farms, but I could not find it. In Baden-Württemberg, I thought I was certain to find it, because there are hills, there are farms, and there's the Black Forest. We went on many hikes, numerous trips all over the region. I enjoyed most of it in all seasons, but it never satisfied me. I could never recreate the same mood that the home valley had evoked, and so I believed myself to be homesick. When I came to Toronto, I liked it at once, although in 1956 it was nothing remotely like 40 years later. It was a very provincial town, quite colonial English in many ways, and attitudes were often infuriating. Immigrants were mostly called DPs, displaced persons, and their accents were disliked. I still felt good in Toronto. The revelation came when I first saw the countryside outside the city. It seemed much too uninteresting, i.e., lacking in distinct features, 
to be really attractive until I realized that I really did not want to be anywhere else in the world. This realization crept up on me gradually, an increasing feeling of well-being in spite of what other things might be going on in my life. Slowly, I interested myself in the history of the country and with growing recognition saw the following. I never felt the slightest homesickness in Canada as opposed to Germany because I had no reason to feel it anymore. That what I had felt as a child had been homesickness for Upper Canada. And although there was here a certain nostalgia for older times, I knew full well that the good old days are largely a myth. What mattered was that I had come back to where I must have been happy for at least some time in a former life. The undefined longing for faraway places had actually been a memory of a very specific place, albeit far away from where I was born.